semi-pros. Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Semi-Pros. I'm Brandon. With me is my fellow Semi-Pro, Ryan. What up? Ryan, I'm going to skip the how are you today because it's just one of those days. Man, it's been a Monday. That's for dang sure. All right. So we'll jump into the fun stuff to start off. Uh, we got mm. some results from Devin versus the coin. Um, so far this week, Devin is currently second in our group with a 7-5 and five record. Bringing her total right now to 87 and 61. She is currently beating the coin and will beat the coin this week. Oh, really? The coin is 4 and 8 this week. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she appreciates the sound bite on there. All right, you beat a coin. <clears throat> Devin, are you ready? Yes. All right. Okay, so I'm just going to mention here that Devin is currently second in the league. That's right. For this week. For this week. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, mm. but Barbara is not going to beat the coin this week. Do we choose the same? <laughs> no, you have four points this week. Yeah, the coin has four. We have one game tonight. Brutus Barber's picks four. Oh, I don't know. Who'd you pick? I picked the Rams. I don't know. I don't remember who the coin picked. Me neither. But Barbara could either lose to the coin or beat the coin. Or tie it. <laughs> yep, those are three options. <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable. <laughs> and my day is ruined. And my day is ruined. <laughs> okay, anyway, congratulations to, to Moochie, uh, my cousin Colton Venup. Uh, if you're watching, man, congrats. You, you did the best in the league this week. Um... No matter who you pick tonight, nobody can catch you. Well, Devin could tie him. Devin could tie you, but I'm sure you picked. You both picked the Rams, I think. I don't know. I can't see it until the game starts. So, I mean, you're winning now. You could win. You guys could tie. I don't know. But. Anything could happen. Not anything. He can't lose. No, he can't. You can only tie or win. <laughs> well. Any, anyway, let, let's get to week 11 because. You know, I texted Barbara yesterday. I said, man, these games have been kind of boring this week. Um, even the upsets were boring. Not even fun even to watch. Even the games were boring. Fantasy football was boring to keep up with. I mean, I had two of my studs out, Kyler Murray and Alvin Kamara out this week. So expectations were low, but still frustrating. Um, really wanted to play Jimmy G tonight, but... Waiver wire. It wasn't until after 125, and I just couldn't risk it. So I had to put in Carson Wentz, who did fantastic. Not anyway. I'm looking forward to a better week of football. Okay. So to start, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, it's really small font this time. There's only two bye weeks next week. There are two teams on a bye next week, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. So. If you're playing somebody with Stafford or Cup or Daryl Henderson, you probably you got lucky. And the Denver Broncos. Uh, not a whole lot missing from there since 
two two running backs for them equals one playable running back in fantasy football. So we'll get on with it. To start off, Thursday night game, okay? New England, who just stopped the Cleveland Browns, are taking on an embarrassed Falcons team in Atlanta. I think the embarrassment will continue. Well, it's not much of an embarrassment because the Patriots are fire- favored by five and a half Might points. Might be the Patriots. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Probably a good pick. These last couple games, Matt Ryan has not looked good. And he started out so well mediocre, then got hot and back to mediocre. Who did the coin pick? Oh, the coin took the Falcons. <laughs> Off to a good start. And they're going to they're they're shock the world. I've been telling Brandon, we got to pick one game that just doesn't make any sense because the, no, Dolphins over the Ravens doesn't make sense. Washington football team over the Buccaneers doesn't make any sense. Last week, the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Buffalo Bills doesn't make any sense. There's always a win that just doesn't make any sense. Sorry for the shaking camera. The dog stepped on the tripod. Mm. They'll be okay. All right, anyway. Anyway, that's Thursday Night Football. So the next game we got coming up is Colts at the Bills. The Bills are favored by seven. Pick the Bills. You picked the Bills. They bounced back pretty good this week. But the coin is taking the Colts. And you know what? That might be Ryan's upset of the week. (laughs) I don't think. How can you say that's an upset? The Colts have been playing really well. I think they've won. Three of their last four, they lost know. to the Titans. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, your ratings slave worked out pretty well for me last week. Well, so. the Bills got beat two weeks ago by the Jaguars, nine to six. So I'm I'm just not impressed the by Jaguars. the not impressed. They're awful. Anyway, 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 anyway. Next game, Ravens favored by six. Travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Ravens. Maybe. I mean, the Bears got. Shafted against the Steelers on Thursday night football or Monday night football last week. Man, that's just bad for the NFL. Anyway, here we go. We got another barn burner coming up. <laughs> Detroit Lions travel to Cleveland <laughs> to take on the Browns. Browns are favored by 10. Pick the Browns. Oh, after that embarrassing loss yesterday to the New England Patriots. They've got a lot to prove now. They do, and they're coming. But wait! But wait! But wait! The Lions can no longer go 0 and 17. They can go 0 16 and 1. They tied yesterday with the Steelers. Mm. That's why nobody got a win or loss for that game. Gotcha. The the coin took the Lions. I don't know if I said it, but the coin also took the Ravens. So again, you're going to do really well against the coin, or you're going to lose to it. All right, next one. Houston travels to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Titans? According to my research. According to your research, the <laughs> Titans no longer have Derrick Henry. Oh. So you're sticking with it because they're still favored by I'm 10. I'm going to stick with it. But maybe you should pick it as your grand upset. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it at this point. I, nothing's <laughs> nothing's going to surprise me. I mean, Carolina beating Arizona as badly as they did in Arizona was just wow. But the coin took the Texans. Just so you know. You got a text message. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Miami's traveling to New York to take on the Jets. J-E-T-S. Did you skip Jets, one? Jets, Jets, Jets. Did you skip one? No. Yes, I did, but I'll go back to that. Okay. I picked the Dolphins. 
Yeah, they're favored by three. And the coin also says the Dolphins will win that game. Okay, we gotta backtrack one game because this this font's really small and I'm blind. Can I maximize? Ooh, ooh, look at that. Oh, beautiful. All right. <laughs> Green Bay off an impressive shutout victory against the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson, heading to Minnesota to take on a division rival, the Vikings. Two cold weather teams. Well, the Vikings play in a dome. The Packers do not. Well, that's why they're going to lose. Wait, who's going to lose? <laughs> the Vikings. Oh, so you're picking the Packers. Picking the Packers. Well, the coin took I the like Vikings. The, the Vikings just beat uh, the Chargers in L.A. Is Aaron Rodgers back yet? Yeah, he played yesterday. He didn't perform fantasy relevant-wise, but he got the W. Coin took the Vikings, Coin took the Dolphins, and you took the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. All right, New Orleans and the Saints, they travel to the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by one and a half points. I picked the Saints. Well, the Eagles just came off of a crazy win over the Browns. Man, what a crazy week, dude. What a crazy week. It was a fluke. Well, the coin took the Saints as well, but the Eagles are, are a favorite at home, but not by a whole lot. All right, next you have your two, probably two of the biggest upsets I thought pulled off this weekend. Coming head-to-head -head this week. Watching the football team travels to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Stop looking the floor. You. Went back and forth on this one a lot. Well, do you want to know who the favorite is? I went with the Panthers. The Panthers are favored by two and a half, and the coin also says the Panthers. Seems like a good bet, then, if I'm trying to beat the coin. Maybe. Well, Washington football team did lose their tight end, or their defensive end, Chase Young. That it's a monster on the defensive the end of the ball. All right. 49ers, all the way from San Francisco, traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. 49ers are favored by five and a half Four. on the road. 49ers, that's how I picked. Okay, well, the coin also said 49ers. Hmm. Uh, this this is a little surprising to me. This spread, or not spread, over, what is it called? Cover? Spread. Spread. Bengals favored by one traveling to Las Vegas. I take on the Raiders who got shellacked last night by the Chiefs. Went with the Bengals. Okay. I was a little torn, but that's what I decided on. Well, I mean, the Bengals are coming off of a bye week. Raiders are coming off of an upset, or a, a bad loss. So we'll mm -hmm. see. We'll see. But the coin said Raiders. Coin said Raiders. Right, well, I'm going against the coin. That's fair. Next, <laughs> I mean, these two teams really impressed me this week. And now they get to face off. Um, Dallas Cowboys traveling to Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by two. I went with the Chiefs. Bold strategy, Cotton. That's what the coin to pick said. The favorite team. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bold I strategy. Mean, favored by two at home is not great. Not a whole lot. It's, it's basically, basically a, a half point favorite on the in the neutral zone, neutral stadium. You're a one point underdog in a neutral stadium. Oh, uh, mm. okay, there. Okay, so but it's not a neutral stadium, so. Oh. So I think I think this the coin took the Chiefs with you, um, but this next game, Arizona Cardinals are favored by two, traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Now, I think this this spread gets a little bigger if if Murray ends up playing next week. I mean, he's had two weeks to rest up that ankle, but who do you got, Cardinals or Seahawks? I'm with the Cardinals. 
Well, they have Russell Wilson back over there in Seattle, so... I don't know, this is a tough one. Tough one, tough one, tough one. But the coin also said Cardinals. I'm going to say it right now. If Murray doesn't play, I'm going to take the Seahawks. If Murray plays, I'm taking the Cardinals. Next game. Steelers travel to L.A. to take on the Chargers, who are favored by three and a half points. I decided to pick the Steelers. They Gotta just... go against some of the ratings, right? Well, Gotta pick a couple upsets. Okay, that's fine, <laughs> but the Steelers just tied a winless team at home. Hmm. So you're saying I should change my pick? No, I'm just saying, if Ben Roethlisberger plays, I like this pick, but the Chargers are favored by three and a half, and the coin also said the Chargers. Is Ben not playing? He didn't play last week. Oh. He has a hurt boob. No. He, he tested positive for COVID. That's very different It's very different. Well, he's been battling a, a hurt boob all year, so. Mm, well, knowing that, I think basically, charges, basically, Big Ben's a boob. Mind. You can't change your mind. Well, she can. Okay. Can you let me? Okay, fine. Well, Ben Roethlisberger, if he's vaccinated, he can play next week. He's still showing symptoms, so it's a little more Either way, he's going to be it's not Sunday. Good. That's Sunday he's not night. not on his A game. It's Sunday night. It's well, pretty old. I have her. regrets. I'm going to the Chargers. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so bringing up the rear on Monday night. <laughs> Bucks are favored by 11 and a half points, hosting in Tampa Bay the New York Giants. Seems like a no-brainer to pick the Buccaneers. <laughs> it was such a no-brainer that even the coin took the Buccaneers. <laughs> the coin literally has no brain. <laughs> exactly. That's all, folks. Okay, do we have an exit? No. Just me leaving. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's too many things on there. There's not that many. Sorry. (laughs) Devin, thank you for coming on again and making your picks. Yeah, and and entertaining us with your just taking all the favorites the whole whole way through. (laughs) I thought long and hard about my choices. Uh huh. Yes. One thing I did consider why she was taking her picks. You know the the scene at the end of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, they just they get, get on with it. Yeah, on with it. That's not. Uh, a we end. need that drop. Because <laughs> someone gets a little long winded over here. Well, somebody likes to steal the show, so. <laughs> no, it's me. All right, so we'll move on to a. I've actually got a new name for the waiver wire ads. Oh, what is it? It is Brandon's Brilliant Ads. Oh, God. I figured we just needed to come up with a new name. The triple... No. But no, I figured we just need to come up with a new name for it because waiver wire ads is just kind of. Brandon's brilliant ads. I had to try to go with an alliteration in there. That's hard. Yeah, with bees, it kind of is. Yeah. All right, this week it's another bad week for waiver wire ads. This whole year seemed like a bad week for waiver wire. There's ads. not much. I mean, a couple years ago, you had Alvin Kamara <clears throat> bust on this. Well, that was like five years ago now, but still. But. We'll kind of we'll kind of move on. Um, There's not a lot of 
Ramondre Stevenson, he's my first one listed on here. Uh, it's unsure what kind of a role he's going to have when Harris is back. Uh, and I think I'm he's not the saying clear, I'm, he's the clear cut number two RB there. Now. Yeah, he's the number two, but I'm not saying they pick him up and start him right away. He's probably more of a pick up and bench stash. But he really showed it. He really looked good this week. I mean, he showed that he could be the the RB1 in, in New England. I mean, <clears throat> 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns, and a couple receptions, I believe. Yeah. I mean, the great thing with him, something Harris doesn't do. Catch the ball. He catches the ball. So when he's out there, you don't know what they're doing. Where it used to be Harris, they're running the ball. Bolden, White, or Taylor, they're throwing. Which is funny because everybody always peppers these darn running backs out of Alabama. They don't catch the ball. They don't catch the ball. They don't catch the ball. <laughs> That's what they did at Alabama. They caught the dang ball. <laughs> Damian Harris <laughs> caught the ball. They're just not using – it's just scheme and how you use your personnel. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just like look at Damian Harris and go, no, you're going to run between the tackles and that's it. I don't know. But Stevenson – yeah, I think he's a no-brainer. If you can go get him, you can go get him. This next one, it's a deep league ad. Probably more dynasty than anything. De- Deontay Foreman. He's definitely looked like the best back in Tennessee he since has. the departure of Derrick the, Henry. The thing is, it is a true timeshare. Yeah. And the only way he's and the only way one of these t- running backs are relevant is if they score, in a, score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, they're touchdown dependent, and it's, it's hard to play him, man. It's hard, hard, but, hard. Foreman, he's looked the best in two games. He had the most work last game, but it is a very true timeshare. It's almost split three ways evenly. Yeah. Um, my next one, there's not a lot out there for wide receiver. No, I'm going to add one to <clears throat> the same team, though. So I went with Deontay Harris. He's had a few games where he scored you double-digit points in a row. Um, he's only 12% rostered. Tranquil you can add yours. I don't care. Yeah, so my guy here, um, yeah, Deontay Harris, he, he's been looking good, especially these last three weeks, I believe. He's looked pretty solid. But Traquan Smith had a, a couple of receptions on Sunday, and, and he looked good. He's getting separation from the defense. He's, he's not afraid to run over the middle, um, <clears throat> which I think is where Troutman and New Orleans – you know, flourishes, but I think well, Trevor had his best game with five receptions last for only last thirty-two night. yards. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Traquan Smith's come back. He's he looks healthy. Um, that would be one of my waiver wire ads if you can't get Deontay Harris um, or Christian Kirk or whoever. <laughs> Deontay Harris in the last three games, he's he's put up twenty or double-digit fantasy points. So yeah, that's not. It's bad. definitely a good start with that. And I'm not saying pick. Traquan yeah. Smith up and play him. And, and Traquan Smith, he's 65% rostered. He's, really? He's really only had good games. He had 12 points against Tampa Bay, 8 points against Atlanta, 14 points against Titans. So he's not doing bad. I mean, he's a solid flex. It. I mean, he's flex on a little bit of a roller coaster ride right now. but Flex on a bye week. <clears throat> sometimes you just got to shoot your shot, go with those high four, or low four high ceiling guys. Yeah. All right, and then the next two I have both tight ends on here. <laughs> it was a rough week for tight ends if you rostered uh, Gesicki or TJ Hawkinson. You know what? I have both of them. <laughs> and I thought after Thursday night games, I was like, oh, Gesicki, zero points. Okay, great. I'm glad I didn't start him. Hawkinson and Gesicki are the number three and four tight ends in the league. Gesicki's number three and Hawkinson's number four. Yeah. No, Hawkinson throws up a goose egg, too. Like, come on, man. I, I could just use uh, just, like, a reception for 
five yards would even help. Man. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Not but, even Matt Gay to score 11 points tonight. <laughs> I will say, one of my favorite tight ends that's emerged this year. Yeah, you've been high on him all he's, year. He's one that I beat the drum for last week. I'm putting back on here again because he's still not highly rostered. Dan Arnold at 36%. And it doesn't, I don't think it matters who's that quarterback there in, in uh, wait, no, he's in, he's not in Carolina anymore. Sorry. Trevor Lawrence likes him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been the most targeted receiver, yeah. I think, two weeks in a row. Or not receiver, two most targeted option two right. weeks in a row. Receiver, we got it, yeah, catching the ball. <clears throat> and then the other one, Tyler Conklin. He's he's getting targets. He's Especially in the red home. zone. It's like Hunter Henry. He just catches Hunter Henry. Uh, Conklin, go for it. Yeah, I'll add Hunter Henry and talk about him after this, too. <laughs> well, Hunter Henry, he's been fortunate not to have Johnny Smith these last two weeks. Yeah, but he has a touchdown in the last seven games. He has one, at least one touchdown in the last seven games. Fair. I mean, that's that's your guy. Right? Six <laughs> and not seven. mine. I, might have to I mean, Hunter Henry has talent. I'm not going to argue that one. I don't know what you're reading. Uh, it's just notification for them. But yeah, I mean, Conklin's getting the target share. He's getting the he's getting mm-hmm. the snaps on the field. Uh man, that's what you really need out of a tight end is is who's going to be on the field and who's going to run routes and who's going to get targets. I mean, who better to kind of take the pressure off of you than Thielen and Jefferson? That's true too. And we've seen it with uh, with Cousins in the past. He's liked his tight ends. Yeah, Reed. Uh, Rudolph. He's had Vernon Davis. Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. He likes to go to his tight ends. All right, and then my QB and defensive streamers for this week. So I've got three of them on here. What's up, Stoic Snake 89 I don't, I'm not sure who you are, but what's up, man? <laughs> Stoic, I like it. Um, go for it. For QB and defensive streamers, uh, my first one is Jimmy G against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's uh, defense really, other than the Bills, they haven't been able to stop anybody. Nope, which is which is, which is crazy, man. Yep. And then Tua, he has. I think they did say he is going to start this week. Yeah, he's playing the Jets. Yeah, he, he will be starting. He's been named starter versus the Jets. And then this one, this is only if he plays. What's up, Piku? Hey, man, how you been? You playing fantasy football this year? Ask us your questions. Um, I'll answer. My next one, if he plays, Cam Newton against Washington football team. He showed <laughs> his comment yesterday. They asked him how much of the playbook he knows. Two touchdowns worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, moving forward, that might not be enough. But he's got another week under his belt to prepare. So Yeah, and he's always a threat in the red zone. So it's, it's hard to kind of – he could take away a little bit from McCaffrey. Oh. Uh. I wouldn't worry. You're still plugging. McCaffrey. Oh, you're still yeah, you're yeah. still playing McCaffrey, but I'm just saying he could vulture a couple touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I I just, I mean, Cam or uh, CMC still gonna get his ten receptions a game. There's ten points plus all the yards, and he's gonna get his rushing yeah. yards. I mean, no, I'm not saying anything like against Christian McCaffrey. But I'm saying Newton has that ability to make himself a viable QB one. Yeah, at this point in the season, though. Uh, for Christian McCaffrey, touchdowns are just icing on the cake. He's gonna get though. He's gonna get you twenty points. All right, and so my defensive streamers for the week. I was kind of surprised that this team was so little rostered. The Tom, Browns versus the Lions. Tom Brady let down everybody this week. Not me personally. I never draft him, but oh, <laughs> yeah, question on. 
TV Sorry. 12, no. Yeah, he was responding to a question on Twitch. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Brown- My first defensive streamer is the Browns versus the Lions. The Browns are only 30% rostered. Really? Yeah. Maybe I have a chance. Nope, no. they're, they're rostered in our league, I believe. Uh, I'm just going to roll with the Cardinals. One bad week. Can't, can't throw your whole team out after one bad week. Even and then, though, even though I want to, <laughs> you always want to. <laughs> They're a loss. And then lost. my Get next one, team. trade them all. Yeah, my next one is uh, the Titans at the Texans. Now, Texans, they definitely could be better. Uh, Tyrod's <clears> got <throat> a week or a couple weeks back. But back in first team, the Rams. Titans have started to look really good lately. I mean, their defense has been carrying them, especially <clears> against <throat> LA and Kansas City. Sorry, L.A. Rams, uh, Kansas City, and then even Buffalo. I mean, that that's going back five, six weeks, I think. But, yeah, this defense is, is pretty solid. And then the next one I kind of wanted to bring up I didn't have on here. Um, it's the Green Bay Packers. I, they're not going to get shit. They're not going to put up shutouts. But, they, I mean. Yeah, they're not going to put up shutouts. They held but, the Chiefs to seven points. Yeah, they've been on it in the last few weeks. They've held Kyler Murray. Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson to 34 combined fantasy or 34 combined points. They're they're coming out and they're playing well, and that's with Jair without Jair Alexander and another one of their big defenders. Yeah, so if you're running DFS, is try to get the the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> they might be a good pickup this week, anyways for fantasy. I think they're playing. Yeah, they're playing the Vikings this week, which. The Vikings are a good offense, but they're not the caliber of these other three teams. No, no. I'd like to see what they do against, you know, Tampa Bay or Dallas. Could be could be fun to watch. Yep. Playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll move on to our Week 10. Our Week 10 recap. All right. What about this embarrassing game? So Thursday night started out. Oof. It just started the crazy week. The Ravens at the Dolphins. Dolphins won twenty-two to ten, and it wasn't a very interesting game to watch. No, it was probably the most boring football game I've ever <laughs> watched, and I've seen Pee Wee teams end in scores of six to zero. <laughs> like, it was just bad. It was but, not fun to watch. I mean, Lamar Jackson—he's he, starting to throw a lot, and I mean, forty-three pass attempts this game. Uh, but is that is that an indicator of not being successful? I think it's just that they don't have the running game. I think they need the running game more than we thought they did. Well, I mean, Mark Ingram left, and look how well he did. Well, they let him go, actually. Doing. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, they let him go. But, but I mean, they've lost Dobbins. They lost Gus Edwards. Yeah, they lost their two starters coming into the season, yeah. or their two top guys. And, I mean, as much as, I, as much as we both ripped on Lamar Jackson early in his career and why he was at Louisville, he's actually turning into a decent passer. I, I mean, 26 of 43, that, that's about 70 per, 65%. But, yeah, you're going to run with Jackson if you have him. Bateman, he was the leading receiver on this team. Six receptions, 80 yards. Now, a lot of that came in junk time, but... Yeah, just trying to get the ball down the field there. Watkins was a complete non-factor. <clears throat> in fact, he hurt this team. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he... <laughs> He had negative fantasy points this week. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Marquise Brown, this might this is one of his worst games of the year. He was, I know, wide receiver five before this game. You're running him out there if you have him. And then Mark Andrews, 
doing Mark Andrews thing. He I just mean, eighteen points. He's a big target monster. Eighteen points out there to this week. I mean, Mark Andrews, I think, is the number two tight end of, overall this year. I'm not sure on that one. It's Kelsey Andrews, Gasecki, Hawkinson, and I have no idea who's number five. But George Kittle is number twenty. Yeah, well, he also missed some games right. this year. Right. But he'll be back up there. Uh, as for the Dolphins side, Brissett wasn't playing poorly. And then Tua came in and kind of closed it after Brissett was suffering from a knee issue. But Gaskins, man, this guy's hit or miss. Um, Squid Giant Chubb, we'll get to your question after this game. Um, the, re- the real thing is here. Both quarterbacks, they kind of spread the ball around this game. Yeah. Wilson, four receptions. Ford, four receptions. Waddle, four receptions. <laughs> Shaheen, three. Gusecki. had seven targets. Seven but targets, but none no of them catches. was even in the vicinity of them. Um, so, we got we got Squids, Giant, Chode. Hey, man. You're up 16.2, and you have Higby and IU going against, it just says, Asterix and Stafford. Can I hang on? Well, I don't know. It just says star, 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 star. I can't. It's got to be a cuss word. So who who in the NFL <laughs> has a name with a cuss word? I'm not sure. Elijah Mitchell? No. I'm not sure. Yeah, man, playing Heineke this week was actually a really good call. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I said, I said during the game, like, he has the number of the Bucks. Yeah. He played him strong in the playoffs last year. Rams defense. Oh, Rams D. Get it. <laughs> well, and I think you can. I, Yeah, I don't know why it starts either, but Rams D, Rams D, Rams def. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think you're good. Yeah, I mean. It could be Rams D and it just. Basically. You just need Higby and Ayuk to not get outscored by Stafford in the Rams defense. Yeah, I, I, oh man, this is gonna, it's gonna be close. I, I would, I wouldn't hold your breath on this one, but I think, I think you're gonna have a good shot because I think, look, if if Stafford throws to Higby, it helps Higby more than it helps Stafford. Yeah, depending on your scoring type, right? Our, our, I'm sorry. Our completions are .25 points yeah. for a quarterback, and receiving you know receptions are one point, so that's a .75 differential. I mean, Hope Higby gets a good game. I mean, Ayuk, he, he played really well last week. I just don't know if the Rams defense is going to get there on, get a lot of tackles for loss or a lot of sacks on Jimmy G. It's not very mobile, but the 49ers have an okay offensive line. All right, and I think you'll be good. I think you should hold on. And then we'll go ahead and move. Oh on. yeah, you're good. Yeah, I mean Higby. So it's all yards and touchdowns for quarterbacks. I mean, hopefully, hopefully a lot of those targets go to Higby and help you out there. <laughs> Sorry, man. You you move out. You move on. Yep. So we'll go ahead and move on to the next game. This game, I don't know that there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the Falcons at the Cowboys. Dallas won forty-three to three. Hey, uh, Piku, sorry about sorry about the Dirty Birds, man. Wait, no, you're a Giants fan. Yeah, you're a Giants fan. They didn't lose this week. 
But the Falcons, the big news that came out Why is Cordero Patterson, he suffered an ankle injury. He was in and out of this game. He, I think they're saying he's most likely not going to play this week since it's a short yeah. turnaround on Thursday. Um, Goldman, though, he's an interesting guy to keep an eye on. I he mean, definitely he, looked better than Davis did. I would, I would even go as far as to say <clears throat> Goldman's probably the beneficiary of this more than Mike Davis is. Definitely. I mean, Goldman hasn't had the touches. He hasn't had the carries. He's a little bit fresher. I mean, even in garbage time against the Cowboys, he looked pretty solid. He looked fast. He looked swift. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, them, them Cowboys did the, did the damn thing. Yep, yeah, man. For the Cowboys side of it, I mean, it's the usual suspects there. Nothing really to talk about. Lamb left with an arm contusion, but he said he's going to be fine this week. Yeah, and that's a good point, man. Pitts, you're still throwing Pitts out there. You have to. And and Pitts will really, I mean, four receptions, 60 yards, and a complete and disastrous game by Ryan, <clears throat> Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of attention. There's not a lot of weapons on this Falcons offense, but I still think you have to throw Pitts out there. You have to yeah. trust in him. I mean, I mean, he's so athletic that he's always got that shot. Yeah, I mean, he ha- he's he has two games this year where he's put up 30 points and they're back to back. I I think once Ridley gets back here in a couple weeks, he'll be he'll be just fine if he gets back. He, I mean, IR should be back. Well, uh, we'll see. He left due to personal reasons, and we don't know. No, nothing's really came out on that. Right. He has to miss a minimum of three games. I think next week will be his third game yeah so you're right uh new england does a really <clears throat> good job at shutting down the biggest target biggest threat of the opposing offense so Pitts could be in for a rough one this week i agree man it's gonna be tough yep so our next game the saints at the titans this was actually this one this oh, game was actually a good one you didn't go through any of the cowboy stuff we talked about it briefly oh, there wasn't sorry, much guys. to talk about it's just He's talking with Saban. I didn't know that, but all right, you go. Go do your stats with the Saints. I, as I was saying, this was actually this was actually one of the few exciting games I thought. Yeah, I mean, at least it went down to the the wire and had some implications on it. Yeah, definitely be Ryan, and that's something we talked about on Thursday. That I thought Gallup was going to hurt Schultz, but that also mm-hmm. could have been game script as well. Yeah, I mean, I I think. Really, the t- there's so many weapons in Dallas. I mean, not you got mm-hmm. Cooper, Lamb, Gallup is back, Zeke, Pollard's I, a good receiving back out of the backfield. I do think Gallup is gone after this year. His contract is expired, and you've got Cedric Wilson waiting in the wings. There's yeah. no reason to re-sign Gallup. No, but, I mean, still, it doesn't help Schultz. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many targets in, in Dallas. That it's hard to trust anybody besides... Besides Lamb and Zeke, yep, you're only two guys. But yeah, I mean Pitts, Pitts isn't he, until until Ridley gets back. Pitts might be struggling a little bit. It just depends on matchups and everything. I mean his athleticism and size is good for him. But we're we're gonna move on to this Saints Falcon or yep. Saints Titans. So this Saints game, you guys, I mean you guys start wondering <laughs> is. Is uh, Sean Payton going to turn the hill? Like Trevor Simeon hasn't looked bad, but if they're not winning, it's hard to keep justifying starting Simeon. I mean, he's at I mean nineteen to thirty four <clears throat> for two ninety eight and two touchdowns. That's not a bad game. It's no. about a fifty five percent completion percentage. It's a lot better than where Jameis Winston was at 
um, the yards as well, the touchdowns as well. Well, he's throwing more than Winston was. Yeah, and you're and you're, uh, I, well, when you don't have Kamara, I guess you're gonna have to throw a little bit more. But I mean that that's not a bad stat line. No. I know you didn't get the win, uh, and really, it's not the offense's fault. I mean, they played a tough Tennessee defense, and the kicker missed two extra points. This game should have went to overtime, um, whichever way you want to spin it. But I, I think I think they stick with Simeon. But I mean that's a good point. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton finagled his lineup a little bit and said we're gonna we're just gonna start a Hill. Yep. And then Mark Ingram, he showed he's a definitely must roster because of Kamara's yep. out. Yep. He's getting the workload and he is effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ryan, we haven't actually talked about that. That I don't know if we can call that a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as for the Titans, though, we kind of talked about it earlier. There's not a running back on this roster that you want to start, no. at least in a, short, a smaller league. No, I mean, Foreman looks great. Peterson, I keep I keep hoping, I keep pulling for him. I say, come on, let's get Peterson in the end zone. It's not happening. McNichols is definitely not being the PPR guy that we thought he was going to be. But we also haven't seen them play from behind yet either. Yeah, and that, that's, that's true too. But, I mean... All of a sudden, we get a wide receiver two out of nowhere this week, and Marcus Johnson for the Titans, and it takes a little bit off of AJ Brown. But AJ Brown was still. We mentioned though, like on Thursday, he was going to be covered by Lattimore, and mm. this stat line shows it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun to drink at football games, dude. But yeah, I mean. Marcus Johnson could be somebody. I mean, I'm going to go take a shot on him in a dynasty league because I'm really hurting at wide receiver. I'm really hurting all over the place in the dynasty league, especially with Kamara and Murray out. It's, oh. All right, so our next game, we had the Jags at the Colts. Uh, Indy won 23-17. And we kind of mentioned it early. There's a reason Darren Arnold's been on my waiver wire ads two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be Lawrence's favorite target. Yeah. Uh, Jamal, I knew he did. He had a couple targets, but didn't come down with any catches. But Urban Meyer's using him the way that we wished he used Chenault before. Um, yeah, where, where is Chenault? Why they they kind of changed up Chenault's role after the injury, and I can't DJ Chark injury. Yeah, I mean he's more of a wide receiver now. So, but Jamal, I knew he's one that I considered in or considered putting in there, and he's definitely a high ceiling, low floor guy. So if you wanted to take that shot, like you need wins, he may not be a bad guy to add and put on your roster. Maybe not, but I'm still liking Robinson here for this Jacksonville <clears throat> offense. I mean, 57 yards on the ground, a late touchdown to really salvage his day, but he had four receptions for 27 yards. Look, Robinson's not going to win you a league, but he's certainly not going to lose it for you. He's a solid, in my opinion, I think borderline mm-hmm. low RB2, high RB3, if not even a mid RB2. Uh, he just he goes out there and does the thing. But, yeah, I mean, Jamal Agnew, he might be the guy. He's been exciting to watch, that's for sure. Uh, Squid, I definitely agree with you. Marvin Marvin Jones and Chenault, they've been, they've been disappointments this year. I actually moved on from Marvin Jones, I think, week three. Marvin Tron and Chanel Tron. I like that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I like the story that we heard yesterday on that game, though. Jamal Agnew. Yeah. His like, friend started calling him Swagnew. <laughs> his dad liked it so much, he put it on his license plate, and Jamal Agnew's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't have a nickname. My dad stole it. But, yeah, I'm staying away from wide receivers on this team. I mean, 
Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked except for Agnew, right? And Dan Arnold at the tight end position, but I mean Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked awful. Sixteen of thirty-five. That's under a fifty percent completion percentage. But uh, he's he's looking better than the he's start of the better, season. He's looking better, but I still don't think he has much of an offensive line there to help him. He might be a bye week filling if you absolutely need it, but I wouldn't hold on to him unless it's a keeper league. And even then, I might not hold on to him. I mean, it depends on keeper. Like is our it, keeper league, no. Is Other a, ones, yes. Is it a super flex? Well, not even just that. Hold him. Well, yeah, you're there's, right. There's keeper leagues. Like, so they'll basically say you can keep a player, but you have to keep him one spot sooner than you draft him. So, like, if you drafted Trevor Lawrence in, like, the 12th, you'd, you'd lose your 11th round pick instead. Mm. Where in ours, we just go to the first two picks. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, anyway. So we'll move on to the next game, the Browns well, and the Patriots. Well, we're going to do anything about Wentz and the... Oh, yep. Sorry, I missed them. I mean, Wentz didn't play a very bad game <laughs> or a very good game. Um, fantasy-wise, he killed me. Uh, I, I was really hoping to get Jimmy G off of waivers, and it just happened after the 1 o'clock start, and I got stuck with Wentz there because Murray's out for me. Thing is, Jonathan Taylor, they used him a lot in the first half, and it worked well. Look, look, Jonathan Taylor had 90, 93 rushing yards in the first quarter, and he only ended with 116. They, like, completely abandoned the run game with him. It just And that's when we saw Trevor Lawrence <laughs> and the Jags start to come back a little bit. It isn't Wentz's fault that JT is unstoppable. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, but I this game, I, it was – a tale of one quarter and then mm-hmm. three quarters. Like Jacksonville outplayed Indianapolis for probably two and a half quarters. They just had jumped out to such a big lead that they just couldn't overcome it. But yeah, Wentz, man. I... Yeah, Squid Indy's defense was good. They were a good play, and they helped me out in the league. Yeah, it, I mean this this team this defense is this is solid. <clears throat> I mean the only team the the Colts haven't been able to play with this year is the Titans, zero and two versus them, but. I mean, they're they're a sneaky wild card team right yeah. now. And Michael Pittman, I mentioned he might have a down week. He ended up with five receptions, seventy-one yards. It's not bad. Yeah. And then Ryan's favorite thing to yell: Doyle rules. Doyle had a decent game as a wide receiver. Definitely better than Pitts and Hawkinson. Or not Pitts, uh, Kaseki mm. and Hawkinson. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, <clears throat> Taylor does. Man, he gets hit a lot. But he had a couple of runs called back. I think he had a 54-yard scamper called back on holding. And, oh, well, he can just give him more yards. They didn't even give him the ball after that. <laughs> I'd be Ryan. I do think that could be a possibility. But it, it seems like their coach, Frank Reich, he's always kind of tried to use a running back by committee approach. And it yeah. always seems like he's always trying to use more than one. I, I wonder if Marlon Mack will ever get another shot. Or do they let him go? No, he's still on the roster. I think he's a healthy scratch again this week. Man, that's sad. Uh, the next game, we had the Browns at the Patriots. New England won this game handedly, yeah. 45-7. to And the big news that came out of this game, Jacoby Myers finally got a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, 1,500 <laughs> yards, 1,560 yards before his first NFL receiving 15, touchdown. 1,511 yards, and he had, I can't remember how 1,560. 131 receptions. True. Uh, the great thing is, the whole team went and celebrated with him. <laughs> Man, it's crazy, dude. Uh, that I I didn't expect a blowout like this. I, no. I expected New England to kind of surprise people with a win this week, and I picked them last week in our 
in our show. You did. And holy cow, holy cow. I mean, Mac Jones, I, only four incompletions. <laughs> I, I mean, we knew he was accurate at Bama, his redshirt senior year, and he's just continued to play pretty well, in my opinion. The, he's not thing, fancy relevant. Yeah, that's yet. the thing. Jones isn't fancy relevant because this was probably his ceiling, <laughs> and that was almost 20 points. Like, there's other guys I'd rather take the shot on that can get me more. Uh, but Mayfield, he left this game early with a knee injury. They're saying it's just a, bo- a bruise. He should be back this week. I'm not going to say Mayfield's a dud. Um, he's not I, fantasy relevant. Not any more. Uh, man, he's been playing through a lot of injuries this year, and maybe maybe it's what Cleveland wants is, us to think and wants the media to think. But I think he's his contracts do end up done at the end of this year. And I don't know that he's worth paying up for. No, I don't. I don't either. I think they let him go. I think he's 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 a good quarterback, but I don't think he's that elite game changer. No, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. But that's for sure. The good thing for the Browns is they're running. Oh yeah, game. I would rather have Mac, uh, Mac Jones over Baker Mayfield. The good thing for the Browns is their running game. It, just about any running back you plug in there, they're producing. The Ernest Johnson. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it, 99 yards on 19 carries, 58 yards on 7 receptions. Can't it, be mad about that day. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, because I had Ezekiel Elliott and DeAndre Swift in my lineup. That's, I had him and Mark Ingram on my bench. <laughs> oh, man, that's Those two would outscore, I think, every receiver I had in my lineup. <laughs> I mean, but Landry didn't impress Hooper... Two-yard receiving touchdown. This Hooper, these tight ends are still very touchdown. I'm not dependent. sure you could trust anybody in this passing game right now. No, no not at all. They're but all touchdown dependent. We talked about Mac-10. Mac Jones. He, it's hard to start him in fantasy unless it's a super flex league or 2QB. I think this is his ceiling, at least this year. Maybe he gets a little bit better, and hopefully he becomes Tom Brady-esque later in his career. Well, I mean, even when Tom Brady was with New England, I don't know if he was ever fantasy football worthy of QB1 material. You know what I mean? He did really well. He played really well. Squid, you're not the only one. Ryan Dude, has the same issue. I have Murray and Kamara as well. And, man, in two separate leagues I have both those guys, and it really yep. killed me. If, if I would have had those two guys in both leagues, I probably would have. I mean, AFOS's team didn't perform all that great because TB12, mm-hmm. like um, – my buddy Piku said TB12 really killed him this week, and I would have had a shot if I would have had those two. But no, I had to start Colt McCoy. <laughs> and then uh, we mentioned Ramondre, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. He, he looked Ryan, good. Ryan, we agree with you, man. It's not it's not there yet, but he outscored uh, Aaron Rodgers this week, Mac Jones. Yep. Uh, Stevenson, he looked good, but I think he moves back to a second slash running back by committee guy. Yeah, I think he's he's solidified RB2. Kendrick Bourne looked good this game. Yeah. But we talked about Jacoby Myers getting his first touchdown. Do you remember what I said after we found out about that? No. He's probably going to get a bunch more right away, right after. Oh, yeah. If Jacoby Myers is out there, go pick him up <clears throat> as well. I mean, he's, good. he's been a good receiver all year. Yep, it's just been the lack of touchdowns. Right. All right, so we'll move on to the next game, the Bills at the Giants. Or, Bills at the Jets. Um, Did anybody watch this game? Buffalo won 45-17. <laughs> Interesting trade there. I mean, both guys have kind of underperformed what you'd want right there. Myers for Ayuk. Yeah. I don't. I think I prefer Ayuk at this point, but it, well, he got that Ayuk. one could be. Yeah, that one it, it could go either way. Uh, but 
Buffalo kind of looked back to Buffalo. Yeah. Josh Allen went 21-28, 366 yards, two touchdowns. Mm. thing that's scaring me is Beasley's just kind of under outside now. Like He's He only there. had two receptions this game. Outside looking in, man. I mean... Gabriel Davis, uh, he's starting to come around. He's starting to get a little more touches. I mean, he's got good size. He's got good speed, good hands. Yeah. Um, I think it was just a matter of time. Was he going to be the next Denzel Mims? Well, I mean, they're in the same class, but this is what you want if, and you, if you went out and got this guy. The guy that scored t- or the guy that just kind of surprised everybody that didn't help anybody in fantasy that I know of, Matt Breida. He was zero percent ro- or zero percent started in all of like the NFL something <laughs> leagues, right? And six snaps, he had three carries for twenty eight yards and a touchdown, and three receptions for twenty two <clears throat> yards and a touchdown. I think the only thing you can really take away from this is they don't trust Singletary. They don't trust Zach Moss. Either. Well, Zach Moss was just coming off of a concussion, got cleared late in the week. Oh, okay, well. I'm staying away from any of these running backs anyway, regardless of what their name is. And then as for the other side, <laughs> unless it's Josh Allen, Mike White kind of <laughs> which only he, he regressed a lot. Flacco came in; he went three for three, forty-seven yards and one TD. Flacco, 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 throwing bombs like Flacco. He just likes to do that every time. Yeah, it's from a song. I love. I'm in love with Chipotle. Uh, but Michael too, Carter, man. I think he's really only relevant. While Mike White is out there, it, that at might, least for now, that might be the case. But they really don't have anybody else that they're. I mean, Ty John or Tyler Johnson also running back two material. Only if when in Mike PPR. White's in there, yeah, because of his re, his receptions. But I mean, but, Carter's Carter's shown some good good skills he, back he, there. I think he's definitely the best running back on this roster, but like I said, it's only while they're throwing to him. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of upside for sure, but not <clears throat> this year's going to be hard. Yep. Um, it's just going to be volume, 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 which is going to make him fantasy relevant as a, probably an RB2 going forward. Yep. And then Corey Davis, five receptions, 93 yards. The good news is, though, we're seeing more produce, even with Corey Davis back. Yeah. I mean, Three receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, both of these guys put up 13 and 14 points, respect. Wow. 14 for Davis and 13 for Moore. Not a bad day. If it's a PPR league, that is. I'm still hesitant to start the Jets, but Moore could be a, an upside flyer. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to this debacle. <laughs> Here you go. The Lions and the Steelers tied at 16 apiece. And in overtime, it just looked like no one wanted to win this game. There were. Five possessions in overtime. Well, six. Six possessions in overtime. Oh, man, it was Uh, ugly. But Jared Goff. So I'm not going to count that Jared Goff was struggling with the strand oblique. We could see David Blau this week, but you're not starting one of these QBs. I mean, let's look at it this way. Jared Goff is QB1 in Detroit, and he's putting up horrendous numbers. Either he's not good. And the and the offense in, in LA made him look good, but yeah, you're not going to trust David. Bob I mean, it doesn't help there. that he ha- doesn't have a true wide receiver one. Um, DeAndre Swift though came out of the bye and gets 33 carries for 130 yards. Yeah, this is the kind of work we've been wanting to <clears> see for him. It would have been nice if one of those rushing touchdowns went to him. Yeah, but I mean, I know you had him on your bench this week. No, yeah, I had him in, on the bench in one league. Well, that was But not in our league of record. Um, 
Yeah. The funny thing is, uh, Godwin Igobike. Igobuki. He had the Igobuki. longest Igobuki. rushing Igobuki. touchdown on the road for the Lions since <laughs> Barry Sanders played for the Lions. Was that 1995? So, and he's their fourth string running back. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> You're avoiding this offense, and I'm almost getting to the point where I'm about to sell Hawkinson. I'm going to try to get whatever the heck I can for him. Fair, but the thing about Hawkinson, he has that capability of being the number one tight end all week. He's just right now he's getting the Kyle Pitts tra- treatment. He's the best receiver on that team. Well, in this case, I'd probably say second best because Swift is really good. But Yeah. Uh, Jamar Jefferson's a name I kind of want to bring up. He's interested in interesting in Dynasty as like a handcuff slash committee to Swift in the future. Maybe not this year, but in the future. Okay. I liked it. I liked what he did at Oregon State, and I mean he's fast. Dude. Yeah, this kid is quick. But Amon Ross St. Brown is starting to starting to turn it on a little bit. You know, four receptions, sixty-one yards. Uh, it's not great. You're not throwing him in there. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions draft an early wide receiver this year. I would say they, they need did a quarterback first. They did just sign Allen. Josh Reynolds, so I know he's not number one, but it, it could help relieve some of the stress off of Hawkinson. Well, which he only had one target. I think Jared Goff is not the answer for <clears> the Lions. <laughs> he's not. He's a stopgap. Um, as for the Steelers, Mason Rudolph. He actually had a decent fantasy game. Yeah, he's 60%. Completion percentage. He threw uh, the ball 50 times this game for 242 yards. But, I mean... He, this offense, though, they need they need Roethlisberger back. Yeah, they need Roethlisberger back. Harris, Najee Harris just doesn't have... Oh, every time he touches the ball, it's almost like he's getting hit in the backfield. I, I just don't understand how you could drop Najee Harris as high as they did. In this offensive line, not be able to block for him. Like, well, that's what they were. You know, that's what they were saying right away. Is like he's going to be used, but he doesn't have an offensive line. No, and it's rough for managers that have Harris on their roster. But I mean, this uh, offense looked but, okay. Yeah, Deontay just, Johnson and Ray Ray McLeod. If you had them, they got you. They got you where they needed to go. Yeah, I picked up the wrong person. I picked um, up Washington. But Fryermuth, man. He he really fumbled this game away. Literally, uh, and he didn't he didn't <clears throat> put up highly impressive numbers. I mean, he had better numbers than Hawkinson. Well, Ebr- <laughs> it didn't help. Ebron was back, but honestly, I think he's a better option when Roethlisberger's out there. Look, this was an ugly game all around. I know the weather was bad. It was like freezing rain, snow, sleety, whatever. Uh, but awful, man. I would not. I wouldn't put too much on this game. I would temper and even drastically lower any expectations for Lions players and Steelers if Mason Rudolph continues to be the starting quarterback. And then we'll move on to the next, the second big shocker of the week. The Washington football team beats the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 29-19. Yeah. That... That last drive for Washington, they took so much time off the clock. I think there was only like two possessions in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, Heineke did the damn thing. 26 of 32. That's impressive. For 256 yards, only one touchdown. But, I mean, he managed that game. And Gibson. Gibson came out to play. 24 carries, 64 yards, 
two TDs, two receptions, 14 yards. He's a guy that I benched in a couple leagues just because he's been injured. He hasn't been getting the workload, and he was playing Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, it, it's absolutely insane. I mean, this whole offense seemed to do well. I mean, McLaurin, six receptions for 59 yards, and he battled some injuries. Uh, is it DeAndre Carter? Yeah, I think so. Uh, not a bad day, 56 yards and a touchdown. I mean, Ricky Seals-Jones, he left early, I think, with an injury. but Hopefully, I mean, Logan Thomas is back next week. Yeah, possibly. But, but, yeah, as for the Bucks. Really, the only person to really write home about is Godwin. Uh, well, he, Evans, 57 yards. Evans had a good fancy day, but still only on two receptions, which we see this from him too often. Yeah, he's high ceiling, low, low four. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady didn't really do <clears throat> well. I mean, 23-34, 220 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. I thought he had a fumble too, but I could be wrong. So we'll move on to the next game. This one had Ryan reeling all day. Man, I'm so mad. The Panthers at the Cardinals. Car- uh, Panthers won 34-10. Honestly, this game's going to be tough to talk about. Newton, I think he's going to be taking over quarterback, which could bode well for Robbie Anderson because he seemed to get the targets from Newton. But yeah. McCaffrey, he looks good. And I think if McCaffrey goes down again, this becomes more of a... Committee. Running back by committee. Yeah. It was earlier in the year because Amir Abdul is looking good as well as Hubbard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, still McCaffrey just <laughs> did McCaffrey things, and if you drafted him first overall in your league, you're happy to see him back with this capacity of touches. I mean, 23 touches for for uh, what's the math here? What's the math here? 156 yards, right? Yeah, as for as for the Cardinals, I don't think there's enough to talk about here. McCoy, McCoy got hurt during this game, but he was pretty much a non-factor. I mean, first drive, he fumbles, gets the ball a short field. Next drive, he does an interception, gives Carolina a short field. It, it was a disaster. Yeah. I mean, Connor is probably the only one that had a good game for you. Kirk had an okay game. Seven yeah. receptions, 58 yards. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, like as you said, McCoy left this game, but I think he could be ready for Sunday. But you, there's two thoughts on this: do you take, do you let Murray and Hawkins sit this next week, and let them get two extra weeks of rest because they got by the week after, or do you run them out? And I think Murray's the one that they're going to run out more likely than Hawkins. Yeah, I think, I I think. <clears throat> Just because you want your your game reps for your QB, right? Not only that. Wide receivers, you have to keep healthy. And it's okay if they miss a couple games here and there. Not only this, though. This division is this division is tough. It's close. I and mean, you've got to go out there and win every week. Yeah, I mean, if you want the first round by and you want that one seed. You Not gotta, even that. If you just want to make the playoffs in this division. I mean, I think this division takes up three spots in the, in the NFC uh, wild card. It's possible, but it's tough for a division to do that just because they're beating up on each other so much. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I still think I, I I still see it, man. Yeah, I think you got to throw Murray back out there if he's ready. I mean, it was a game time decision for the second week in a row. How many times can you be game time decision and not? They said I think he said he looked good during warm ups. They just they wanted to give him one more week. Well, he better. And I think they kind of felt comfortable doing that since they pulled off the win. The week before, yeah, and they got embarrassed. I don't care if it's Colt, but McCoy. even if even if 
Murray's out there, they still may get embarrassed. I, I mean, he, it's not like he's going to fix the defense. No, but I don't think fumbling the ball in the first opening drive of the game on your own nine-yard line is... I mean, that's still possible that Murray could do that. I'm simply saying... I know. But it's, a lot, it's a lot easier to game plan for Colt frickin' McCoy than it is for Kyler Murray. <laughs> Fair. So, I don't know. Let's move on. So, our next game, this game actually Get my was blood interesting down. as well. Uh, the Vikings at the Chargers. The Vikings ended up winning 27-20. And I made the pick of the Vikings on our podcast, but forgot to change it in the app. So, I didn't get the win on this one. You but do you, boo-boo. Cousins, look, he, he's kind of looked good out there. And he's done this all year. He's been quietly good. I mean, it wasn't an over overly impressive completion percentage. I mean, twenty five or thirty seven, <laughs> not bad. I mean, it, you're not gonna. I mean, that's about, about average it, or better. Yeah, that's an okay two two ninety four two touchdowns, um, one fumbled loss. But yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're in a pinch for a QB, Kirk Cousins is not a bad option. If you're like me and kind of waited, and now you're just kind of playing the streaming game. Streaming QBs. Um, Dalvin Cook, 29. Or I actually, I'd void Cousins this week, though, against the Packers. That's fair. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 24 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. It's just what Dalvin Cook does. Yeah, you're and putting them in there. Justin Jefferson, nine receptions, 143 yards. Thielen, five receptions, 65 yards. Well, hi, Sky. I think I remember reading something yesterday. Between this game and the Packers-Seahawks game, there were six wide receivers drafted to be top 20 receivers, and not one of them scored a touchdown. <laughs> um, as for the Chargers, Herbert, he, he's definitely cooled off. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it just seems like ever since that Ravens game, they just haven't been the same. And then Eckler, he, he had a decent day, nothing great, but he was vultured by Roundtree. Keenan Allen, though. He's he's taken over as the guy. Again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely back to peak form, and uh, but so, I mean, they have to throw the ball so darn much that I still think Allen Williams, maybe even Palmer coming up here, and Parham seems to be the guy at tight end more often than not. Are we? No, we're still good. I checked it. You're not playing though. I I was. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there we go. So, yeah, I mean, I think Barham is going to start getting more targets than Cook. Yep. Uh, I will say, Mike Williams, he's not getting the targets he had earlier in the year. No. Like, he was getting double-digit targets almost every game. Now he's, at most, getting six targets a game, which isn't going to kill you if he's converting on them. No. Mike Williams ain't getting any receptions in there right now. All right, our next game, we had the Eagles at the Broncos. The Eagles won 30-13, and Jalen Hurts, a very efficient game. Efficient. 